Welcome to The Restless Ones. I'm Jonathan Strickland. I've spent the last 12 years covering technology and learning how it works, demystifying everything from massive parallel processing to advanced robotics and everything in between. As we stand at the beginning of a new era of unprecedented connectivity with the rollout of 5G technology, I'm partnering with T-Mobile for Business to sit down with some of the visionary leaders in tech across all industries, from companies like Intuit and FedEx and many more that play an integral part of our economy, to get a better understanding of how tech and connectivity will change business forever. These leaders are the pioneers who don't follow trends, they define them. This show is their story. They are the Restless Ones. So when we used to think of music as MP3s because it compressed down and now we have high def and now you have video and now you're talking about, hey, look where the world's going with, with augmented reality and virtual reality and video plus music and starting to bring all that together that can bring just amazing experiences to our audiences around the world. So 5G helps enable all those technologies coming together, and it just becomes unlimitless on what we can deliver. I sat down with Dan Morales, the Chief Information Officer of Universal Music Group, to talk about how 5G connectivity and other advanced technologies are opening up new possibilities in the entertainment industry similar to how we talked to Rob Carter of FedEx about how the shipping industry is transforming. Dan has been a leader in tech and business for many years. He got his start working at Continental Airlines before moving on to work with Bank of America and then eBay. He's now bringing his expertise and vision to bear on the entertainment industry, where the new technologies of tomorrow and traditional media of yesterday are combining to create something altogether unique. Dan, thank you so much for taking time to talk with me. I'm really excited to have this conversation. I'm really excited to learn more about you. And in fact, that's kind of how I would like to start this whole uh, interview process is just learn how you first got interested in technology in general. So I actually studied managerial studies at Rice University, which is a business degree. And then uh, I entered into the workforce uh, working for Continental Airlines in Houston. Mm. And so... Great time, fly for pretty much nothing, $10 each way, struggling airline in bankruptcy, trying to kind of work its way out of bankruptcy. And I remember one sp- a particular story where my boss came to me and said, hey, New York to Florida, can you tell me whether or not we should put it on sale or not? And I'm like, all right, well, let me figure this out. And I'm going to date myself. I, I did all my financial analysis in Lotus 1, 2, 3. Mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, how do I get data? We were completely outsourced on the tech side to EDS. So I remember going in and I said, hey, I need these data elements. And the guy from EDS goes, okay, six weeks. And I said, six weeks? What do you mean six weeks? I got to answer a question by by Monday. And he goes, well, that's our SLA with Continental, six weeks to get you the file. And I remember going into the boss and said, sorry, I can't give you that data. And, you know, because we have an SLA with EDS and... After a couple of four-letter colorful words, he Mm -hmm. threw a pencil at me, went flying by my head, and he says, get the hell out of here. Bring me solutions, not your problems. So I go back to the EDS guy, and I say, hey, that data, it's probably sitting in the database, right? And he said, yeah. I said, what is it? And he goes, focus. I said, 
huh, okay, that can't be too sophisticated. And I said, how do I get access to that focus database? And he goes, oh, there's no way you can get access. You need a VP to approve the form, and they never give access. I'm like, give me the form. Went back into the boss, who was a VP, slammed the paper down and said, sign this. He goes, what's that for? I said, it's your solution. You're going to give me access to the database. And he goes, you know how to code? I said, I know how to code, not in focus. And he goes, and he starts laughing. He goes, well, what are you going to do about that? I said, I'm going to go get a book, and I'm going to write some code this week, and I'm going to answer your question. He laughed, signed the form, and that started my career in tech at Continental Airlines. And Dan's career in tech has been a fruitful one, too. After leaving Continental Airlines, he transitioned to Bank of America, where he ran corporate systems for 335,000 employees, before finding himself at eBay, where he spent eight years for them as CIO. Eventually, after being courted by Universal Music Group, Dan assumed the role of CIO at one of the world's leading music companies, and in his words, a place that felt like home. So what are your goals as CIO of Universal Music? So coming in and what you guys see as consumers of music, it's all digital, you know, with platforms mm-hmm. that are out there and all that is kind of magically happening behind the scenes. But but coming in and, and taking that to the next level with you see lots of different technologies transforming in the world with, you know, iPhones and Androids are getting faster and and more and more artists have the ability to put their music out in the world via you know, different platforms, no matter where you're at in the world. So it's not the old thing, old days where you have mega bands that are very popular and they keep putting out records. Now it's, the music is coming from everywhere and that's kind of driven by tech. And that excites me because the plans are, how do you kind of take that tech to the next level and put more and more rich content in the hands of fans? You know, speaking about tech, going to the next level, we should sort of transition a little bit and talk about, well, we're really interested in the 5G network rollout and what that's going to mean for various industries. I imagine that future 5G connectivity and the implications of that could have a really incredible impact on the entertainment industry. You're going to eventually have this massive ability to have high throughput, low latency delivery of files to end users. So, with the right networks and the right equipment, I imagine that's got to be a veritable gold mine of opportunity for you. Yeah, the 5G excites me tremendously, right? If you think about just files in general and, and not even music, just any kind of file. Mm-hmm. And it was all about, you know, getting the best compression because bandwidth was always the issue. And, and now, you know, it's almost like, oh, there's no limit now. 5G has such a wide range of bandwidth, it just opens the possibility because compression's already there. And so when we used to think of music as MP3s because it compressed down and now we have high def and now you have video and now you're talking about, hey, look where the world's going with with augmented reality and virtual reality and video plus music and starting to bring all that together that can bring just amazing experiences to our audiences around the world. So 5G helps enable all those technologies coming together, and it just becomes unlimitless on what we can deliver. And before we even started recording, we were having a conversation about vinyl because I'm a a big fan of that. To me, one of the fascinating things is that with uh, this advance in technology, with uh, the improvements, not just in compression, but the fact that we have this unprecedented access to connectivity, where we could potentially have setups that deliver audio file performance 
but without the requirement of the hard media anymore. That, to me, seems like that could be a really interesting experience, like to have like a stereo system at home where I'm just pulling data down from the cloud over 5G connectivity, and you can't tell that it's a digital file as opposed to something on hard media. Uh, is that something you guys are, are kind of looking at as a possibility? It, it's already hitting us in the world. Uh, Amazon, through their music service, announced a high-def uh, version. And, you know, all the music companies are partnering. We're one of mm-hmm. many. But if you take that file back to the studio and all the different tracks that are laid down, you know, uh, that ultimately is being redone in a high-def using Dolby Atmos as as the technology behind it. So essentially, you're taking every one of those tracks and those engineers who are redoing a song are putting different elements of the song around you uh, while Amazon put out a speaker that can ultimately handle that with using Dolby Atmos technology. You, as an audiophile, could do a Dolby Atmos room, much like, you know, Dolby 5.1 theaters and things like that. You could put you know, a hundred speakers all around your room and that technology, when you play that song, it's going to start sending elements of that song to different aspects in your room. So that's the future of where it's going. So think about that in a car where you have speakers all over, you know, I drive a Tesla and there's, oh my God, a lot of speakers in that car. And so I can foresee the future of the, the digital music file starting to say, Hey, how many how many speakers do you have in your environment? And I'm going to make use of all of them, mm-hmm. which is just going to give you this enriched uh, experience that wraps around you. Beyond that, I mean, just the ability of having something, uh, even like a 5G mobile device, having something capable of pulling down that kind of of experience where I think a lot of us have gotten used to uh, our music consumption being good enough. Like yep. the convenience factor for a while has outweighed the quality factor from uh, the end listening experience, not through any fault of any artists or anything like that, but just because we were able to get our music more easily through these other methods. Uh, do you foresee a future now where we're going to start to see that that meter kind of swing the other way where people are going to start realizing, oh my gosh, I didn't even know what I was missing because I was just so used to experiencing it on a stereo right yeah 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 kind of traditional headphones yeah you know through a traditional phone um i think with 5g you'll see improvements in headsets as well uh i've seen some prototypes and i won't name the companies you know for non-disclosure but it's the same thing it's kind of like hey we've got these special headsets that aren't that experienced that now with these new audio high def audio files that can be pushed easily with a 5g network why not? And then next thing you know, they make it, they do in mass production, they make it cheap for you to buy the new version of the headset. And now you're getting an immersive experience with through your phone, you know, sitting on an airplane or in your car or however it may be. So it's all coming. That's, that's incredibly exciting. Uh, I truly love uh, experiencing music in the best quality I can. Uh, I am one of those people who have traded convenience for quality many times simply because the options were so limited. But to think of this, you know, this is like, a, a, you know, you have removed the limits from those options. And that, to me, is, is truly exciting. In just a moment, Dan will take us through some of the challenges he's encountering as CIO today and his hopes for the future of content delivery. That's after the break. You know who you are, a boundary pusher. 
a big thinker in the relentless pursuit of the next big innovation for your business. T-Mobile for Business knows that the future demands true workforce mobility. And in the new era of 5G, being able to assess the needs of your company in real time could transform everyday functions. The 5G revolution has begun, and the future of businesses like yours will be powered by advancements in 5G networks, built to reach more people in more places without slowing you down. T-Mobile for Business can help you realize the full potential of your business as 5G unfolds. Business is changing. Learn more at tmobileforbusiness.com. So, um, can you talk about some of the challenges, or maybe we should say opportunities, that you see in your role as CIO? What are some of the what are some of the problems you're looking to solve? Yeah, I think um, we're at this inflection point in technology where you have platform as a service out there, and it's starting to be kind of the mainstream. And but you still have all these legacy platforms all around the world that haven't made the jump over. And so the challenge is really connectivity and, and trying to connect the old with the new as, as more and more things move into the new. And so when I talk about 5G and immersive experiences and giving fans and our audience better content, well, that content is spread in those legacy systems and the new systems. So, so when you really think of the challenge, as fast as we can kind of either put APIs in front of the legacy or move the legacy into the platforms, and I'm not talking about UMG, I'm talking about everything around the world, mm-hmm. then you could start, you know, creating deals and rights and, you know, and usage, you know, by through APIs and starting to bring content from all over and all different legacy systems and, and bring the fan more than they've ever had before. And so... It's just that complexity, trying to unwind it in a way. And that time's going to help, you know, but I think, you know, tech moves so fast, mm-hmm. you know, with Moore's law, it's like, how do you keep up with that? You know, and how do you, how do you put APIs in front of legacy so that you can keep up with that? But those are some of the challenges that I'm looking at. Yeah. It's, it's something I see across a lot of industries. This, uh, the speed at which tech is developing uh, far outstrips how we humans can adjust the systems we have built over time. Because those systems typically follow a very specific flow, so it's a it's a very very challenging issue, right? It's it's not just how do we implement the technology; it's how do we make sure that the back end, That's whatever right. it may be, can yeah, work. we look at that as a, how do you unwind it and, mm-hmm. and create a set of microservices from that flow, and then that way you can come in at different points to the microservice mm-hmm. and start to mine information. Dan, I, I know that uh, in in a perfect world, we'd all be able to do everything we need to do in order to achieve incredible success. But in reality, we often uh, rely heavily on on others. And there's a balance between what we do and what we have others do. Can you talk a little bit about your uh, UMG's relationship with partners and how you work with them in order to uh, to achieve your vision as CIO? Yeah, hey, I don't have to say it. People know that diversity brings a better outcome. You hear it. Diverse workforces, you know, when there's many thoughts coming to the table, you get a better product. In the partnership world, we love our partners. I mean, that's how, if you look at the different products today, people have personal tastes and they kind of gravitate to a product that they like for for specific reasons. There's not one music killer that says, this is the only way I want to consume music. 
that's why there's multiple players in the game and we and we love them all and we and i actually think the more that come in the more diverse you know because tech is changing so fast and we talked about you know augmented reality and more content that's just going to be more players will come to the table and people will catch on to that you know and i think that's that's good for the world when there's more players at at the table bringing more different kinds of experience if i look at myself i subscribe to them all and and it's not because i like one or the other it's because i like something about one and something about the other and i kind of flip-flop around you know i have the luxury of doing that and i just think the more we bring to the table that's just the better the dance will be Mm -hmm. so it's sort of it's it's almost like that that philosophy behind open source right that when you have a, a table where everyone can come in the best ideas will flourish. You'll get collaborations where you didn't anticipate them before. And then everyone benefits from that in the long run, including the people like me on the end who just want to listen to really good music. That's, that's spot on. And actually, you know, we're starting to see kind of some of that stuff come up through Silicon Valley down the road and stuff like that. So I think it's exciting times of how we deliver content to the world. And it's whether it's music or video or, you know, or, news articles or, you know, just scraping of, you know, social media information. It's all starting to come together. And I think it's, it's ripe for the taking for what you just described. Excellent. Well, um, what are some of the things you think are going to be uh, near future sort of advantages in the entertainment industry due to tech? I mean, so things that you think are, are either right around the corner or they're emerging right now. And then maybe some things that you might think are a little bit further off. Well, I mean, first and foremost, I think it's around that content delivery. Mm. I think, you know, as you look at all the providers out there that, that deliver music and entertainment, it's all about content. And, it, and they're all delivering content to you at the speed of light because new music's coming out all the time. But it's everything else. I mean, when I said there's so much stuff sitting in repositories all around the world, that's not just music. If you're a mega fan of any artist, you know, pick your favorite artist, and you think about, all right, what do they have that I want to get to? And it's not just their music. It could be their interviews. It could be videos, uncut videos. It could be just all this stuff surrounding their life that a mega fan will want access to. And so, you know, I'm excited to say I think all that kind of stuff will start to come out because it's sitting in repositories all around the world, mm-hmm. and we're going to be able to start to, the world will start to unmind it. Fantastic. Yeah. As uh, someone who loves tons of different groups, there's some that I've always wanted to learn more about. And it's one of those things where you, you try and go down that rabbit hole and it doesn't go down that far. Can you kind of go into more detail about the process you look at in order to bring something like that to life? Like that seems like it's a pretty complicated issue. So as a leader in tech, how are you looking at this in a way where you can, you know, sort of engineer out of that problem? Yeah, just like any other fellow CIO in the world, you know, we have business problems that we want to solve. And, you know, that's just one of many. And, you know, I have to build relationships with all my key stakeholders around Universal Music. And that could be a CEO of a label. That could be the marketing division. That could be someone head of HR. It could be finance. I mean, it's the same kind of things in every company, except, you know, the widgets we make happen to be music. Mm -hmm. But with that, it's just like anything else. You know, we still follow 
a capital plan and an OPEX plan, and we have to come up with priorities and, and ultimately what are we going to do from a project? So very traditional, just like any other company, I have the same problems all my fellow CIOs do. You know, we're all wrestling with big data and data and AI and machine learning and how that's going to help move our company forward. You know, so for me, it, it's how do I build once and use many? We all talk about that. And it's and that once could be a platform as a service that and it may deliver an intranet or it may deliver an artist's website off that platform. And so selling a vision that, hey, we can build a platform that can use externally and monetize and internally for employees is a big one for us. Uh, same with data. All right. I got to, you know, we happen to have a lot of our data sitting in Google and running, you know, BigQuery and Google mm-hmm. Analytics on it, stuff like that. But same thing. How do I put more and more data in that? How do I monetize that, you know, through whether it's directly through merch sales with an artist or internally? How do I use the same platform to do internal analytics, you know, that support our knowledge workers? So it's connecting dots for our stakeholders so that we can get that funding and deliver solutions. We'll be back with our conversation with Dan Morales of Universal Music Group in just one moment. The future is closer than you think, and it all starts in the palm of your hand. You've heard the news. 5G is here. But what does that really mean? How will it impact you? In this iHeart series, This Time Tomorrow, presented by T-Mobile for Business, join hosts Oz Volishin and Kara Price as they walk us through a mobile revolution that will start to change the future of business and the way we interact with the world around us. From environmental science to law enforcement, entertainment, healthcare, and travel, innovation is coming. Join them as they explore how this revolution could impact your life and give you new ways to connect and engage. This Time Tomorrow is now available on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you listen to podcasts. So what are you most excited about uh, as far as emerging tech in general, both in the entertainment industry, but outside of it as well? What are some of the things that you see that, that when you wake up, you think, oh, I can't wait to sink my teeth into that? Yeah, that's a great question. And, it, and it's, it's a hard one to answer because it's probably a group of different things because mm-hmm. I mentioned platform as a service because that just enables to actually deliver things in a rapid pace. You know, where the, it used to be, oh my gosh, we have to code an application. It's going to take me a year, you know, to get something delivered. Now we can deliver things in months in mm-hmm. prototypes. So, so you add something like that plus, you know, 5G and the fact that I can now build incredibly powerful, immersive native apps on Mm -hmm. phones, and so it can kind of go anywhere. So you can deliver fast, powerful phones, 5G networks, so bandwidth's not my constraint. And then you start getting into connectivity, right? And connectivity could be, hey, while I'm in the car or while I'm at home, while I'm at the office, while I'm on the plane, and, and the app can be smart enough to know where you are and kind of tailor that experience to where you're at. And it's just really powerful. Then you start saying, ah, unleash this content from around the world and start delivering it through that smart app, you know, that's just going to be golden for me to kind of start to build those kind of things and put that out to the world. I love it. Well, Dan, what we're going to do now is what we call the Fast Five. Now, on the Fast Five, I just ask you five admittedly somewhat goofy questions because I'm the one who come up with them. Uh, But I want just sort of your gut reaction, kind of a, a, a 
fast from the hip kind of approach. Let's so, roll with it. Here we go. <clears throat> What's one piece of technology you could not live without? My phone. Okay, good. Uh, augmented reality or virtual reality? Augmented. Okay. Autonomous car or advanced robotic assistant? Autonomous car. <laughs> What's one piece of science fiction tech you can't wait to see become reality? Space travel. Mm. And you're on a deserted island and you only get one album to listen to. What is it? The Beatles' greatest hits. The first one. <laughs> That's a bit of a cheat. I'm going to give it to you. <laughs> you could have said, like, oh, the Beatles won. It's uh, all their number one hits. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, actually, I like the first one of, of their greatest hits. No, that's yeah, good. Really that's good, good one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, was that the one where they're all looking down? They're all down? looking down. Yeah, yeah and they have two those. sets of them, right? I yeah. have both of those. Yeah. On vinyl. On vinyl. There you go. <laughs> well, this was uh, a pleasure, Dan. Thank you so much for sharing your expertise and your vision of how tech plays a key role in the entertainment industry and how it's going to have an expanding role in the years to come. I'm really excited to see what comes next. In many ways, Dan and Universal Music Group are positioned to deliver a powerful message regarding the advantages of 5G connectivity. The company will be able to work with partners to deliver experiences to people around the world that are far superior to what we've become used to. It's one of the most obvious use cases for a wireless, high-speed, low-latency network technology promised by future 5G networks. But what the average person may not grasp is how important that technology will be on the back end, hidden out of sight of the average user experience. Connectivity will allow for rapid deployment of numerous technologies at scale that will power the experiences of tomorrow while simultaneously enabling critical enterprise operations on the back end. And while I'm excited as a consumer to get the chance to experience what 5G has to offer, I'm also gaining a deeper appreciation of what it will allow companies to do in the future. This has been The Restless Ones, a production of T-Mobile for Business and iHeartRadio. No matter what you're after, T-Mobile for Business is here with a network born mobile and built from the ground up for the next wave of innovation. From mobile broadband to IoT to workforce mobility and everything in between, T-Mobile for Business is committed to helping innovative decision makers like you move your business forward with the products and services you need, as well as the dedicated award-winning service your business expects from America's most loved wireless company. Business is changing. Learn more at tmobileforbusiness.com.